Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey. And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Well, good morning. Here we are with episode 32 of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. This is, uh, we're, on a, we're on a roll here. We are on a roll. Yeah. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Kyle. So um, thanks, everyone, for joining us again for another episode. We're going to start off with thanking sponsors, as always, the Department of Small and Local Business Development and the Department of Housing and Community Development. It is uh, through their grant funds that we can bring you these shows. And uh, I, I want to recommend that if you uh, like what you're hearing or if you have suggestions about uh guests that you would like to to have profiled here on Rhode Island Avenue Radio, um, shoot us an email or reach out to us on Twitter. We're RIA Radio on Twitter or RIAV Radio on Twitter. Excuse me. Sorry about that. And RIA Radio on Facebook or you can uh, shoot me an email, Kyle at RIAMainStreet.org. We'd love to uh, hear from you about what you would like to hear, what, what shows you've enjoyed. And um, I'm going to stop talking now and start talking to our next guest, which is Vivica Brooks of the uh, Brooks Group LLC. Welcome, Vivica. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so, Vivica, you, you're actually a neighbor here. Um, you, you live right off Rhode Island Avenue, and we're, welcome, uh, we're always excited to profile somebody that not only brings value to businesses across Rhode Island Avenue, Main Street, and, and the D.C. area, but actually lives in the neighborhood. So yes. Thank you for all of your hard work. Um, you founded the Brooks Group LLC, yep. and um, you uh, you bring customer service training, coaching, uh, all manner of, of business growth seminars to small businesses and corporate businesses, right? Yes. Big corporations. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how did you get started in this? Well, I got started after I um, completed my undergraduate work at Howard University. I started to work for Marriott, actually Warman Park, mm-hmm. and um, as a operations manager there and really enjoyed the hospitality tourism industry. I'm a person, I love working with people, and so it was like a perfect fit for me. And so after being there in various capacities and roles, I um, was finding myself getting further away from working with people as a um, sales manager, more so working with clients, but really where my heart was, was working with the employees and nurturing them and helping them realize their dreams and different career ladders in the hospitality industry. And so um, I left there and went to go work for So Others Might Eat. They were Mm. beginning a new program at the Center for Employment Training over in Southeast, and we're looking for business people in various areas. And since hospitality tourism is a huge moneymaker here in D.C., um, they were looking to have a curriculum built. So I went over there and built a curriculum so they could um, do um, become WASP certified. and um, what, what, what certified? Um, WASP certified, so Western Association of Secondary Schools, ah, okay. so that they were able just to get more grant funding, things like that, and to take on um, clients from Department of Employment Services. Oh, and right. so create a 16-week curriculum for that, all the ins and outs of what do you need to be successful to enter into the hospitality tourism industry as well as grow your career. And so taught there and then decided to I can do this on my own. <laughs> branched out and did it. 
Ooh, just just picked it up and did it. Exciting. Just like Scary. That. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what what is your primary focus at the Brooks, Brooks Group LLC? Our primary focus is working with companies and organizations that um, want to deliver excellent customer service, as well as working with individuals who want to work in customer-focused industries. So one of our big things um, outside of working with small businesses and corporations and training is also we do a six-week hospitality boot camp training, Mm -hmm. and we work a lot with D.C. residents who are underemployed, underserved in our communities here, specifically 5, 7, and 8, wards 5, 7, and 8, and giving them the tools and the knowledge and the resources so that they're able to start a career path in the hospitality industry. Very nice. And the hospitality industry covers so much. It does. It really does. I mean, we have students not who only work for the large hotel chains, but we also have students who work at Washington Hospital Center. You know, everything is about competition and business. And one of the biggest things, whether I'm working for a large corporation or, you know, a small business, it doesn't matter. It's really about the human capital. Mm -hmm. And so if you can really, you know, I can buy milk anywhere. I always give this example in class. You know, I pass like three, four different places. But where am I going to go? You know, milk is milk and people offer different varieties but it's that person who's like hi or good morning or who's smiling it's those little things that really make a difference and help build customer loyalty and and you thank you for for going that direction because that that level of customer service is something that um i think is the one of the most critical things uh, for small businesses it doesn't matter what type of business it is if you aren't delivering good quality customer service Never mind. Right. Yeah, because of the competition factor. We most recently worked with a dental practice on Rhode Island Avenue and just working with them, working with their front office team. That's so important. That front line, the first person that you see. Yes, because, you know, um, I'm I'm big on analogies and stories to make things applicable to people. And so, you know, one of the one of the stories I always talk about is um, I would used to visit a dentist but the front office staff you know insurance can be very mind-boggling mm-hmm. to me and so um you <laughs> know I'm, us, yeah yes. and I'm looking to them for not just you know um excellent customer service but also some information and knowledge and not to feel you know like I'm a complete total idiot when I'm you know <laughs> having these things explained to me and so just um emphasizing those types of things because you know I'll never get to the practitioner where they have more of the technical skills because I can't get past that front office person mm-hmm. you know so um, that's important that's that's critical so you came and uh spoke at one of our seminars mm-hmm. for for small businesses here on Rhode Island Avenue you you did a, a customer service uh presentation and it was fantastic thank you um what it, you you gave some some very key takeaway points what what would you consider to be the top i don't know 3 to 5 customer service critical must-do activities for a small business well the critical must-dos are you have to hire right that's so important. Yes. I think sometimes, you know, even myself, being a small business and we wear numerous hats and you have to juggle and you're just like, oh, if I could just get somebody, you know, but that's really what they sometimes turn out to be, somebody. 
And so just a warm body. Exactly. Right. And they that can make or break your business because while you're doing something else, this person is representing your company, your organization. So I think the first thing is to hire right. Looking for when you're sitting down with that individual, you know, that energy, that smile, and most importantly, that willingness. You know, I always say that I can train someone to do something, but being pleasant and smiling. Yeah. You can't that, train that. Well, right. you can, but it's nice if they have that from the beginning. Exactly. And it's a lot easier to mold and shape. And then getting, you know, to my second point, as far as after you hire right, is to make sure that you train that person. So I really implore upon people to, and this is kind of taken away from the, the, the big corporations, is a, um, a structured onboarding program that will allow them to understand your company's mission, your values, mm. and the type of service that you want to deliver. Because, again, sometimes we just want to, oh, we got somebody, throw them out there, and they're just kind of, you know, and there's a miscommunication. And so those things can be, you know, taken care of if we take out two, three hours in the beginning and really give them a structured onboarding and what is it that we want to see from you. But it also allows for a time for an employee to interface and interact with you and to say different goals that they want to have too, because it just can't be one-sided. Yes, we all want a job and we all want a paycheck, but we have our own professional goals that we're looking for too. So this mm-hmm. allows for, you know, a um, an owner to be able to really see, you know, one or two goals that an employee you would like to reach as well. Right. Which I, mean, I think is important. You're going to be at that job eight to 10 hours a day. You might as well all be on the same page about it. Exactly. And I think it's important to get that taken care of first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And then I think the third thing after that is to that accountability piece. So we're hiring right. We're um, training to what our company's mission, values, and goals and how we're going to deliver services, and then that accountability piece. Gentle reminders, you know, once a week. Oh, Michelle, how's everything going? Just a quick little check-in sometimes is all that we really need. And then a more formalized check-in, 30, 60, 90 days. And so I think... Even for small small businesses? Even for small businesses. I think those things are really important. I mean, we might be small businesses, but, you know, again, we're competing. And mm-hmm. so how can we separate ourselves with the people that we have within our organization? That's one thing I always think about as a small business, training against, you know, large nonprofits and corporations. What separates us? It's our attention to detail and client services and just doing those check-ins with our clients and making sure that we're getting down to the goals that they want to see happen and then making sure we're putting ourselves as part of that team to make their goals happen. Mm, so critical. And, you know, particularly uh, as as brick and mortars are feeling the threat of online mm. shopping, at, at things like that, you know, I've, I feel like there's many times that I have gone online to purchase things because I needed a specific item that was only available to a specific outlet, mm-hmm. um, but I hated going into that outlet because nobody was nice to me. Right. Mm. Or I have driven miles out of my way to go to a different version of a store because the people at my closer store ignored me. Or unfriendly or unhelpful Mm -hmm. or both. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I, I'm obviously it's my job and and my belief to, to support small businesses, but um, it, it seems like small businesses are trending more towards having to create 
a really memorable experience. Yes. And I think it's something that um, we should look at as an advantage because being a small business, you, you know, you don't have to go through layers and layers of people to affect change within your organization. And so I always look at it as, you know, it allows us to be really nimble. So if we see, oh, this is something we need to work on, we can immediately put plans and actions into place and to make it happen. Mm -hmm. So there's advantages being a small business. And just because you are a small business and you may not, you can, you too can have a formalized onboarding structure or training structure in place as well. Not saying, you know, you're going to have these weekend corporate retreats and things of that nature, (laughs) you know, but you can block out two hours, put it around employee recognition. There's a lot of things that you can do as a small business. Small things can really have a huge impact within your, within your company. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew, uh, um, a small business owner, he had one employee, and uh, every month uh, he alternated between himself and his one employee as employee of the month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Prou- proudly displayed on yeah. the back wall. You know, it was great. Recognition is key also, I it think. It is. Uh, positive reinforcement, mm-hmm. things like that. So, yeah, yeah, I do. And I, I, I think we as we go through and as we um, – because I do. I, I love competition, and I look at it as an advantage. And what can I do different from what everyone else is doing? And so I think if we can build a rapport with our customers, which is very easy to do, because in this age of social media, our customers truly can be our marketing team. Absolutely. I mean, they are. You know, I, I've sustained off of – for clients, you know, <laughs> as we're looking to expand, but you know, they really are. Word of mouth is huge. Uh, it's it's the best advertisement. It is. It is, and you know, I, I think about some of the businesses on Rhode Island Avenue that are doing customer service really well. Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, the first thing I think of is Good Food Market because mm-hmm. you walk in there, not only is it clean and well lit, yes. but it. You know, you walk in and people literally know your name right. and, yeah. and say hello and offer to help you find things. Um, and they've, you know, it's not a huge store, but they've got so many things tucked away that mm-hmm. I've had to have their help finding a specific item. And, you know, it's great. And they're more than happy to help you. Yep. It's not like a chore. Yeah. As, <laughs> as, as opposed to, uh, you know, a, a market where the the attendant is behind a counter and that's where he or she stays mm-hmm. the entire time you're there. So it's it's a great – I think they have a prime example of good customer service. I agree completely. So um, you also do some organizational planning, and that seems like that would be uh, – would, would that be appropriate for small businesses too? It would, because I think it is also important to think about what your next steps are. Yeah. So yeah. as you're going through and looking at, um, as we went back and talked about what are your employees' goals, looking at the organization and different opportunities that open up as you, because you are delivering excellent service and getting such a groundswell of support from the neighborhood, you're going to need to expand and add on staff. So it is important that you start to look towards the future as as to how you're going to embrace that expansion that you're going to have. Yeah, kind of like as an individual, you you know, you get told to always, you know, dress for your next level of success. Mm-hmm. You do that on the on the business level too. Yes, you definitely can. Yeah. So, um, I think you have some great services for businesses of all sizes. I'm a 
huge fan. Thank you. Um, how would people contact you if, if they, if they want to uh, utilize your services? So um, you can definitely contact us. Um, find us on Facebook. You can also find us at Twitter at Vivica Brooks. And um, my email address is Vivica.Brooks. Let me spell it out. Please do. It can get a little tricky. So it's V-I-V-I-C-A dot Brooks at the Brooks Group LLC.com. And we'd we'll be happy to hear from you. Yes. All right. And and the the website then is the Brooks Group LLC dot com. Yes. All it right. Is. Well thank you so much for joining us today. Vivica. Thank you this for is having great. me. It and was we, a pleasure. We'll see you uh in some of our upcoming seminars, I hope. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Thank Indeed. you, Vivica. Thank you. Okay, and now we're joined by Philip from Good Food Market for our regular report in from him. Philip, how's everything going? Good. How are y'all calling the show? Good, good, good. Yeah, we're doing well, thanks. So what's new at the store this week? Oh, this week we got a lot of new stuff, as always. Um, you know, we're always bringing stuff in based on what people are asking for. Um, we've got um, an amazing crock pot recipe up on the website. If you go to goodfoodmarkets.com and click the banner at the top of the page, it'll connect you to our newsletter. And um, this is a recipe that I've been trying at home for the last couple weeks. And not only is it delicious, but it's a huge amount of food. Um, it lasts for a really long time. Um, and it's a delicious um, uh, enchilada recipe. You cook the enchilada topping in the crock pot. Um, it's, you know, black beans and corn, which you can get um, at Good Food Markets organically from the Field Day brand for uh, between $1.29 and $1.59. We're running a sale on everything in the recipe this week, so you can get the whole thing for sixteen ninety-five. Eight servings, um, definitely enough for a few days if you're a couple or for the whole family if you're having a get-together. That's great. Yeah, that's better yeah. than eating out. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Better for you, cheaper, and you have that, that fun experience of cooking at home. Awesome. What yeah. else? Um, you know, something that I'm, I'm really happy about, I'm a big fan of, um, of sparkling water as a, as a soda refugee um, who is uh, not looking for all that sugar but still likes a little bubble in my life. Right. Sometimes, um, sometimes you just have to effervesce a little. <laughs> I, I That's my big word for more. the day. <laughs> yes. Uh, and um, uh, Field Day again, um, coming out with a zero calorie, zero sugar um, flavored sparkling water that's filtered water um, with uh, natural flavorings from uh, fruits. We've got orange, berry, and my favorite grapefruit in the store right now, 49 cents, regular price. Um, every day of the week, and really tasty and a great alternative to, uh, to soda um, without you losing the flavor. Oh, save an orange one for me. Okay, you got it. We'll save you, we'll save you a six-pack. All right. Um, and, you know, something that is, is really great that we got um, going last week um, was expanding our partnership with D.C. Central Kitchen. I'm sure a lot of your listeners are familiar with their Fresh Start catering line, which we feature um, in our prepared section. Um, but D.C. Central Kitchen also runs an amazing cor- um, program called Healthy Corners, um, and Healthy Corners is, is geared towards bringing more fresh produce, um, mostly in the places you aren't used to seeing fresh produce, corner stores, gas stations, those sorts of places. Um, and so we're really happy to have them in the store. They're doing fresh cut fruit, pineapple and mango, um, grapes. We've got some great produce from them. Um, and it's just really um, exciting expansion of a partnership with an amazing D.C.-based organization. 
Right, and that keeps the prices affordable too, right? Absolutely. That's the that's the great thing that DC Central Kitchen does is their their businesses are essentially job training programs, um, and they are reaching hundreds of people a year, um, training them in the food service industry, in administration, in management. Um, and so not only do we get a great product, really fresh at an amazing price, but we get to work with, with amazing people as well. Oh, that sounds fantastic. I, yeah. I mean, having fresh produce here is, is such a, uh, a great benefit to having a good food market uh, at 2006 Rhode Island Avenue and to have it affordable and, and quality. That's, that's mm-hmm. fantastic. You know, and that's that's really been our our perspective from day one. Is you know we want to bring the highest quality product in um, at the most affordable price. Um, and so occasionally we'll see things you know that are organic that are going out for less than the conventional product. You know that one's an easy choice. You know we want to bring in that um, no spray, no chemical product. And um, that's another exciting thing we have coming through in the spring is. Um, DC Urban Greens. I think we may have spoken about this um, last week. is is going to be growing um, specifically for good food markets in their new space in Margaret and Gay Park. And the first thing to come up are microgreens. So they're going to be out at the store uh, next weekend, um, taking uh, samples and um, getting the first crop of their microgreens. They've got a green mix: kale and mizuna um, and arugula. Um, they're going to do sunflower sprouts and wheatgrass. Um, so those will all be available to sample, to buy, um, to talk with the farmers that will be growing food for us all spring long. And how do you use microgreens? Well, what's great about microgreens is that essentially the all of the nutrients and proteins and, and, and vitamins that are in the plant are basically in the seed. So when that plant is, you know, an inch tall or two inches tall, it essentially has all of the great stuff that it's going to have when it's six inches tall or 12 inches tall. And so you're, you're compacting a lot of nutrient density um, into a very small amount of food. Um, and so sunflower seeds have a great amount of protein. Um, wheatgrass is excellent for all sorts of different bodily functions. Um, and the microgreen mix and the mizuna and the arugula and the kale and all that, that just tastes really good. That's great in salads, on sandwiches. Um, they all taste good, but that's, I love the, the mix of the like, spicy stuff and the sweet stuff. Um, and it all has a really intense flavor because, again, it's all packed into this tiny little, tiny little plant. So, so let me make sure I understand this. It's it's got the, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm just going to make up some numbers here. A tablespoon of my, <laughs> a tablespoon of microgreens would have the same nutritional impact as a cup of of salad or whatever. Right. You're 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 basically comparing apples to apples. That that plant a lot of its its nutrient density is, is inherent even within the seed. That's why nuts and seeds are are so good for us. Well, well, I will only slightly jokingly say that this is great news for me. My wife is always um, um, harassing me and not about not eating enough vegetables. So uh, well, now you can, can get less. You can, yeah. <laughs> <For more. laughs> you can eat less and more. Yes, and get more. Win, win, win. All right. Uh, anything else coming up in the in the store? Um. You know, in the store, we'll just, um, you know, keep doing what we're doing, trying to make sure you can check off as much of your list right in the neighborhood as possible. Um, so we invite you to come on by. Um, if you're a big fan of the store, take some flyers with you, help spread the word to your friends and neighbors who maybe haven't heard about us. 
Um, I did want to mention one really exciting um, community project that is um, just getting off the ground. Uh, many of you may have seen the Langdon Park Community Garden being built there um, on the far northeast corner of Langdon Park. Um, this Thursday at 5.30 p.m., um, Josh Singer from the Department of Parks and Rec is going to be out at the garden um, with Ronnie Webb and myself and a group of really great community members who are organizing um, the plots in that garden. Um, and so those are available to community members who want a space to grow. Um, and there'll be tools out there. There's water, everything. The soil's already in the, the raised beds, everything you need um, except for the seed. And um, so if anyone is interested in urban agriculture, backyard gardening, getting involved with the Department of Parks and Rec at Langdon Park, um, come on down. Again, that's 530 um, on Thursday. Thursday, March 10th, right? That's correct. Right. Uh, let's, hey, send me some information about that. Let's get that on the website. Absolutely. Will do. All right. Well, thanks a lot for uh, calling in again, Philip. Uh, again, neighbors, that's 2006 Rhode Island Avenue, Good Food Markets. Uh, what's the website, Philip? It's www.goodfoodmarketsplural.com. Um, our Twitter handle is GoodFoodDC. Or you can give us a call the old fashioned way at 202 248 8494. Great. Thanks so much, Philip. Thank you. Y'all take care. You Bye-bye. too. Bye bye. Bye now. Joining us now is Emily Eaglin from Recreative Spaces. And Kyle, you mentioned last week that uh, there were a lot of upcoming events. So Emily has joined us this week to let us know about some of those events. Welcome back. Thank you. It's great to be here. Um, Yeah, we're really excited about uh, the lineup of special events that are happening along Rhode Island Avenue this year. Um, So to kick it off, uh, April 16th from 2 to 6 is our Porch Fest. Um, As you guys may remember, it was in the excuse me, in the fall of last year, and we've moved it up to spring. Um, so it'll be hopefully nice and warm weather uh, to be out there. Um, we are uh, looking at 10 porches this year, um, and there will be bands and um, music happening um, from 2 to 6 um, on these porches, both um, residential and businesses. Um, so a great time to come out, hear local music, um, have fun with neighbors. Um, so we're really looking forward to that one. And that is... Uh, April 16th. April 16th. Yeah, from 2 to 6 p.m. All of our events that I'm about to mention are free, open to the public, um, and family-friendly. And Uh, what about the musicians that are coming? Tell us a little bit about uh, them. Will there be all types of music? And I know last time there were other types of uh, maybe spoken word, poetry. Yeah, this time, um, we so we opened up um, the registration, and we've actually already had to close it um, because we've had so much um, interest in performing this year, which is fabulous. That is fabulous. um, Mostly musicians this time around um, and a really wide variety of of sounds. So, yeah, it'll be um, great to, you know, jump from uh, different venues, different porches to be able to hear um great local local bands and and um and singer songwriters uh, throughout the day and so uh what is one of the ways that people can get around from porch to porch yeah we're really excited this uh this year to introduce zipcar as one of our sponsors so um they will be participating in all of our events um but in this one in particular um we'll have two shuttles that are going to be zip cars um that will be driven um up and down the, the um, to up and down Rhode Island Avenue, um, and we'll stop at the different porches so people can jump in and uh, jump right out. And, and um, we're also working on some bike options, um, yeah. and uh, hope to be able to introduce that as well. That'll be terrific. Yeah, yeah. And that'll go throughout the whole porch fest. Yeah, from one end of the avenue to the other end. Yep, we'll have designated spots um, at the different porches where the zip cars will stop, and people can get in and out. Well, this sounds exciting. Hopefully good weather, too. Yes, fingers crossed for that. Uh, Next up is June 26th. 
Um, we have Uprising Festival, which is a festival I started last year through Recreative Spaces. Um, and it brings together businesses, uh, artists of all genres, um, and a day of uh, collaboration. Um, this year we're, our theme is Creative Collaboration. Um, and that will go from 12 to 6 with an after party from 6 to 8. Um, and we are um, introducing, uh, well, we're working with um, local artists, uh, both visual and performing, who are interested in um, setting up in local businesses. So we will be partnering um, local business up, up and down Rhode Island Avenue um, and have artists either uh, showing work on the walls um, or performing right there in um inside or right out in front. We also have vendor opportunities um, for this, and we'll be um, curating some of, the, um, some of the performances as well. So we have both outdoor spaces, um, some of the new developments that are going up in the area. Um, we'll be using uh, those spaces before uh, those developments start, um, as well as the, the local businesses that decide to participate. Um, so this will be uh, in multiple locations. Yeah, yeah. Like. So full, um, all the way up and down the avenue from um, Rhode Island Row, all the way up... Um, past Zeke's and Rita's so um, again we'll have Zipcar um, that will be available um, for people to get around um, and uh, really a chance to just kind of choose your own art adventure um, so kind of weave in and out of the local businesses um, and get to see some really uh, fun uh, art and also participate um, if they if uh, they choose. So are there people signing up for these for this event? Yeah, this one we still, registration is open both for artists and for vendors and for the local businesses to participate. Um, best way to do that is just to go on to the website riamainstreet.org um, and you can click right there on the event um, and sign up. So is there going to be a main place where it's happening yeah, on for, that day? For this one, it's there it won't be a main stage. Okay. Um, it really is about um, getting to know the local businesses um, and, and be able to experience what's happening um, in the different sites. Okay. Yeah. Maybe some people doing some art right on the spot. Yeah. Yes. We did have that last year and, and definitely um, we'll, that will be introduced again. So both um, live um, painting, um, but also some dance and music and poetry that, um, that the audience will be able to participate in oh, as well. Oh, that'll be nice. Yeah. Anything for all ages? Absolutely. Yeah. So this is, again, um, all ages, family-friendly day. Um, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. And then our, our after party, um, we're going to be doing a pep rally for uh, for life to sort of hype up life. So six to eight, um, that will be happening. Um, and that will be um, the, it's being um, introduced by Shelly Bell, uh, who will be uh, hosting that event. That sounds terrific. Yeah. Um, and then just to mention, we have um, two other events happening later this year, but just to put that on everyone's radars, um, Fall Fest week this year will be September 24th through the 30th. And each day of, of Fall Fest week, um, a different local business will be able to participate. So we will be looking for signups for that um, coming later um, in, the, in the spring. Um, and that will be a way to um, really drive traffic and, and some new business into those um, businesses um, using uh, sort of creative ways um, to do that. So it could be that um, a business decides they want to do a pumpkin um, decorating day um, and they would be able to host that and, and we will um, highlight that uh, throughout Fall Fest week. So um, that, again, we will be looking for businesses that are interested in participating um, and there will be a sign-up right through the website. Um, and if uh, I guess the best way is to, to be signed up for our newsletter um, to make sure uh, to see that call. Um, and then Fall Fest week will culminate on October 1st um, with our Fall Fest day. And that will go 10 to 4. Always a really fun time out on the Great avenue. Day. Yeah. yeah. Um, so vendors and music and performances. Um, and uh, obviously getting to, to know our local businesses and, and really um, support them. 
Um, and some new surprises this year, I think, right? We're still um, working out what, what those details will be. Um, but we're really excited about um, bringing that back and hopefully great weather this year. Hopefully be great outside. weather, yes. Yeah. Yes, it's been better every year, That's so right. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll get better and better. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. And so that, again, um, we'll be looking for, for vendors um, that will open up, I believe, June 1st, and that's on the website as well. And then finally, uh, December 17th from 12 to 6 will be our Procrastinators Holiday Market uh, that we're reintroducing this year. Um, and we're really excited to, to do that again with MRP Realty. Um, and so, again, vendor opportunities for that. Um, and uh, really excited uh, to open that up uh, later this summer um, for, for people to participate. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, – that's a lot. It seems far away, but it will come, it will come quickly, quickly, I'm sure. Absolutely. Speaking of rain, we did have rain last year for the Fall Fest, and we were able to get a great space. Uh, if, God forbid, Porch Fest rains. No, no. It's not no, happening. No, yeah. No rain. No rain. No okay. rain for the rest of the year. All right. Oh, <laughs> or, that sounds or, awesome. Or at least not on those dates. <laughs> not on those specific dates. Okay. We, we've already put in our special request. That's okay. right. That's right. All yes. Right. Porch Fest uh, specifically is a rain or shine event, um, and we'll we'll figure some things out if we need to. But well, we're um, under porches. Absolutely. So we'll all just get under the porches. Yeah. And we'll get we'll really become close. fast friends, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, this sounds exciting. Emily, you probably may not remember this, but I know you remember coming in when you came in to talk about recreative spaces, but you were on our first podcast. Yeah, that's right. So I'm excited that you're back and that you're going to be helping along Rhode Island Avenue. I'm sure Kyle is very happy to have you back. Yes. Yeah. Have you in the capacity to uh, take some of the load off of his heavy plate? Emily and recreative spaces just brings loads of talent for event uh, management and, and coordination and we could not be more happy to to have her as a as a collaborative partner on this. Yeah, and I'm I'm thrilled to be here. I'm um, sad that my actual physical space isn't along the avenue anymore, but I'm really um, thrilled to be able to stay involved and participate. We're definitely thrilled to have you. Why don't you let our guests know where Recreative Spaces is now and how they can get in touch with you? Sure. Yeah. So we are located at 3501 Perry Street in Mount Rainier. Um, we're right off the circle, and uh, recreativespaces.com is our website. Um, we have events happening there um, on site. Um, we actually rent out our space uh, for special events as well, um, and obviously doing work uh, throughout the neighborhood here. Um, and just to mention quickly, our sponsors um, for this year, just want to give a shout out, definitely Zipcar, um, MRP Realty, as I said, for the Procrastinators Holiday Market, um, Greater Washington Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, um, and then DSLBD and DHCD um, uh, as well. Yep, and and we will be sharing sponsor names uh, with you. If you are interested in becoming a sponsor for any or all of these events, do not be shy. We we will be coming for you anyway, but uh, <laughs> don't be shy. Reach out to uh, to Emily or myself. Uh, again, my email is kyle at riamainstreet.org. And I can be reached at emily at recreativespaces.com. And if uh, if any of our listeners listeners are interested in volunteering yes. for any of these events, it's a lot of fun. Um, free T-shirts, come on now, um, <laughs> and get to know your neighbors and and some of the businesses. Some of the businesses I was able to learn about just from volunteering. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that, mm-hmm. that we see and maybe don't even know that are there. Yep. So second Saturday of every month, second Saturday of every month. Um, from 10 a.m. to noon, we have an all-volunteers meeting uh, and break out into our individual uh, work groups for, for these different events. So um, the the next one, and I'm going to have to fumble for the date now, but it's uh, it's the uh, second Saturday in March, March 12th. 
from 10 a.m. to noon um, at our offices, 2300 Rhode Island Avenue Northeast, conveniently located above <laughs> Zeke's Coffee. Uh, there you go. Sounds good. Well, Emily, thanks for coming in today. You have certainly uh, intensified my spring fever. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, looking really forward to, to these, these events. Thanks for having me. Thank you. So uh, once again, thanks to everyone for tuning in. Uh, thanks again to our sponsors. And uh, don't forget to drop us a line and let us know what you think about the show. Any uh, guest suggestions you have, anybody you want to hear from again, perhaps, updates, um, give us a call. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.